1: and we came to the center and you we were playing full back up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched you watch the workout in the weight room. But you could pick up you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it and I run him back to <laughs> Biggest mistake we
0: ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback, Martin Houston, giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. On your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. It's a Thursday morning, and we're glad to be up and Adam with you. Remember that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. All right, we got a great show lined up for you. Of course, we'll be kicking off the second half of the program in the third quarter. With Hank South, two four seven Sports, Bama Online Recruiting, we'll be getting things rolling with him, finding out what's the latest in Bama, uh, how did uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide basketball team fare in early signing, and uh, the potential impact of last night's NBA draft on the Alabama football, I mean basketball program. We'll talk a little Kentucky, talk about Najee Harris. Uh, and And what um, he needs to do this weekend to potentially, even if he's not gonna get back into the conversation uh, to take a lead in terms of being the best running back in the the uh, country, can he take steps to secure a couple of those awards that go to the top running back in the country? if he's not going to have a legit shot at the Heisman, which has, to me, become a quarterback-centric uh, award. Well, so we'll talk about that. Uh, also, Vama has some questions to answer uh, coming off of bye week, uh, from injuries to uh, who's gonna step up. Uh, will it still be Slade Bowden in terms of the wide receiver situation? Will De'Brian Ray get back into the conversation All of those things are gonna be a part of the conversation. Of course, you may have something as well. So please go ahead and give us a call. If you'd like to get in on the conversation on the Taco Casa hotline at 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904, the Taco Casa hotline is open for business. Don't forget, Taco Casa quality taste, value under the biggest cactus in town. Let us hear, I mean, let them hear from you, see you, and serve you. Uh, drive in, drive in, I always say drive in, drive through, dine in, and carry out this Taco Casa, quality, taste, value, under the biggest cactus in town. Wishing you a happy Thanksgiving uh, to you and your safe travels over the holiday weekend and a blessed time visiting with family and friends from other folks over at Taco Casa, quality, taste, and value com. Good morning, Joe. How you doing, sir?
4: I'm doing great today, Martin. Having a great Thursday. We're one day closer to uh, to the weekend and to some football.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And can't wait to get back out there. And I know the players are probably, as they say, chomping at the bit uh, to get back out on the field. And we'll talk about that and what that means. And could that potentially uh, be a negative for the tide in terms of uh, – just so anxious uh, that they, they need to to make sure that they don't overdo it, et cetera, in terms of just being so anxious that they press and try to make it all happen in, in one play because that can uh, be detrimental as well. But I want to have a little basketball conversation with you before we get into the Kentucky game. Uh, Joe, when you look at Alabama basketball, period, like the University of Alabama is one conversation. University of Alabama and Auburn is a conversation. And just the state of Alabama as a whole. Uh, all three of those won last night uh, with um, Auburn getting, you know, of course, uh, top five pick and in, uh, in, uh, Okoro. Okoro going uh, early uh, to uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and then, of course, big news. Uh, we talked about it yesterday that Kyra Lewis could could be the 13th overall pick to the New Orleans Pelicans, and he was, uh, so kudos to him. And then, of course, uh, the state of Alabama in terms of Kyra being from the state being a big deal. I did a little research, Joe. Only 36 players uh, – dating back to 1972 has uh, have been taken in the first round with roots connected with the state of Alabama. Okay? So uh, so, you're, so when you start thinking about that, wow, Kentucky's probably had that many uh, uh, in, in the last, you know, <laughs> decade, right? <laughs> Just uh, Kentucky basketball by itself. But uh, last night, um, for the second time, I think in thirty something years, uh, the first time uh, Alabama and Auburn both had guys going the first round. The last time it happened was uh, Charles Barkley and, and um, Buck Johnson, I think it was uh, that 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 went. But they both went in, the, you know, first round. And think about that for a second. Um, these two programs. Four years ago, Joe, had had a seven-year window where there were, wasn't any Alabama guys going. You know, Alabama or Auburn. And since then, in the last, counting this draft, three drafts, there's been four first-rounders. Four lottery picks. Uh, how big is that just for basketball in general for the state of Alabama?
4: I think that's huge. I think it it, it shows that uh, Alabama can be a program that we can we can put put guys into the NBA, which ultimately is all these high school guys' uh, big goal is to make it to the NBA. And uh, for for Kyra Lewis to go right there at 13th overall becomes the second Alabama draft pick in what three years and two years uh, with with Colin Sexton. Uh, yep it just and and you got to give kudos to Avery Johnson recruiting both those young men uh you really got to give kudos to Antoine Petway who's still on the staff as a top notch recruiter um, and, and, and it really gives you excitement for a guy like JD Davison who is uh, rated the top point guard in the state of Alabama a top 10 player in the country uh, still a senior in high school but hopefully he is seeing uh, what has happened with Colin Sexton and Kyra Lewis and thinking okay he can be the, the next one of those type guys so we'll see but yeah to speak back to your point it's huge for the state of Alabama in, in terms of basketball and uh, it really uh, really causes the causes the, the fan base. Of causes the population of alabama to pay attention to a sport that uh is sometimes left on the back burner
3: yeah it, it's basketball has to fight to get uh story story time and air time uh, and i don't think that's any secret even right here on a uh, station that that supports it it fights for that but let me tell you you don't have to fight for it when you start having results right You know, you know what I mean? Like, like you, you start putting in, putting out first round draft picks, kids are going to start coming here uh, and not going to Kentucky and Kansas and Memphis and and LSU and all. They're going to start staying at home. And so I think that last night was absolutely huge for the state of Alabama, meaning that this morning, both of the, major, the two major schools uh, have guys going in the first round, Auburn back-to-back uh, first-round guys um, in, in terms of their players. And to me, nothing nothing breeds excellence like competition. You know, like like when you look at what happens with the University of Alabama and their football program, part of the reason Alabama beats everybody is because their hardest uh, competition, Joe, is at practice. You know, like when I I tell people all the time, my, my senior year, Joe, when I got to the game, most of the time it was easier than practice because I went against the best defense in the country every day. So when I got to the game, it was like, oh, you, you really think when you bring your defensive end uh, off the edge that I can't block him? I've just had to block John Copeland and Eric Curry all week. Uh, And and, and, and repeatedly, not once every eight plays. I mean, uh, every uh, 30 plays. So it's crazy to think about when Auburn and Alabama start start producing really good programs, then I think it's going to raise the water level. And and so that's exciting. But Nate Oates convincing Kyra to come back last year. Now, I don't know if Kyra was going to, you know, where he was thinking about going, but that may be his biggest recruit to to, to date. Um, and, and, and I know he signed a lot of guys, but how big was that convincing that young man to stay? How big was it for him and how big was it for Kyra?
4: Well, it's huge because uh, Nato shows that he can recruit a guy like Kyra Lewis and he can relate uh, to a guy like Kyra Lewis, which in turn uh, gives you guys like J.D. Davison, who is uh, the top-rated recruit in the state of Alabama and, and the highest-rated prospect since DeMarcus Cousins left Alabama to go to Kentucky. And hopefully Nato can show you know show the, these connection points and show that he's uh, you know uh, the kind of guy who can relate to these players and who can lead these type players to where they want, go to Kentucky and they won't go to LSU and but, and, but instead they'll stay in, in state.
3: Yeah, so so do we even have JD possibly if Kyra doesn't go, because I don't think we get to see Nate Oates true offense. If Kyra not on this team last year and and J.D. doesn't get to see, oh, that's the style they're playing in, in Tuscaloosa. I can play there. I can still get to the league there. And now Kyra has confirmed that. You have to understand Kyra may be two years out, but Kyra's this age. Kyra was younger than a lot of the first year guys. I mean, the one and done guys that went into the league, uh, last night, power was younger than a lot of them. And so does that, uh, directly link to us having JD, uh, as one of our recruits?
4: I think it certainly does. I think that, uh, he, he, he reclassifies to become, uh, you know, to go in a year earlier, and he gets both. He spends a year as the youngest player in college basketball, uh, and he did he did pretty well considering. Uh, and then last year, first team All SEC, he he was a great point guard. Maybe 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 a little lacking in his finishing and in his shot, yeah. but those things will come. Uh, he he's going to a place in New Orleans where it, he'll be behind Lonzo Ball, get to learn a little bit, uh, but it's not too bad when you get to play with last year's number one overall pick zion williamson kyra lewis and him i i feel like could be dangerous off the dribble off a of pick and roll
3: oh man that I, i'm gonna tell you last night when 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 they picked him i said oh my think about zion running the court you know that uh kyra if you're fast you're fast uh in 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 speed is one of those things that translates to any level <laughs> Joe and Kyra has proven to be one of the fastest players from in the end him pushing with Zion uh trailing or leading on a fast break I see some unbelievable finishes coming uh and the good part is he's not going to be forced into having to be the man immediately uh, but don't get me wrong. I think he has the potential to to do that, but he's not going to be forced into it. Could see some of that of Tungabaloa working into the mix. But I think he landed at a great place. As you said, he's with a guy who loves to finish at the rim in Zion. And I think Kyra has the ability to get by some guys. And when he's not finishing at the rim, he has a guy he can dish it off to. Uh, who can finish. So big time news. Uh, We'll continue that conversation. Those of you who call, stay tuned on the other line. Uh, We'll continue a little basketball conversation uh, if you like. But congratulations to Kyra Lewis, lottery pick to the New Orleans Pelicans last night. Big news for him and his family. Big news for the state of Alabama. And big news for Nate Oates, who's trying to build a program, uh, did last night. Uh, go uh, a long way, much like the Julio Jones. I know we keep making these comparisons, but, uh, you know, each one of these moments we can go back to and make correlations to how the Alabama program was built. And Joe, we'll go to break after you comment. But is Nate Oates almost following a blueprint that Nick Saban followed? Uh, recruit 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 like crazy get a get big time player get him to the league and then continue to recruiting
4: yeah 100% and it makes sense because Nate Oates even when he was hired said uh how big a fan he was of coach Sabin, how he had read a lot of coach Sabin's uh philosophies and and the way he do, he's done things so I, I really uh enjoy that from our basketball coach to kind of say hey we've got a guy who's running a successful program right next door we might as well kind of learn from that and it seems like he is following that uh he'll have Kyra lewis in the nba this year to to boast on and hopefully next year he'll have herb jones and maybe a javon quinterly to to boast on some more and then you know keep the keep the pipeline going right after that you'll you, he'll have he'll, he'll have john petty as well and then right after that, you'll get J.D. Davison. And then uh, the, the rest of this 2021 class, you'll have Josh Primo from this 20 class. Uh, he's right on track to, to to keep it going, to get it fired up.
3: That is awesome. And what I love is uh, Grant never embraced the football program. Avery embraced it and uh, as he went along and used it. But I think Nate Oates has figured out, and they are lockstep – Uh, and helping each other so uh, we'll continue basketball conversation we'll talk about alabama kentucky uh you're welcome to bring content to the conversation and you can do that by calling us at 205-342-9904 tied 100.9 traffic from the Townsend-Nissan, traffic center,
2: no problems on our roadways as we start our Thursday morning. But of course, if you do see conditions, give us a call, 205-886-8886, and drive carefully. You don't have to get on 2059 to save thousands. No, head to Skyland Boulevard, Townsend-Nissan of Tuscaloosa, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray.
0: Another fine fall day today with a sunny sky behind 68. Clear tonight, not as cold as recent nights, below at 46. Tomorrow and Saturday, sunny both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow is 71, the high Saturday at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9.
3: Scott Smith and Softmark design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas. They'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at softmarkdesign.com.
4: You're listening to Tide 100.9. Are you in the holiday spirit? Check out Tuscaloosa's Home for the Holidays on Nick 97.5. All Christmas songs 24-7.
3: It is the holiday season, and on behalf of the Martin DG Show, we want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Hopefully, uh, you have uh, plans and opportunities to see family and friends uh, be COVID safe. Uh, but uh, know that a lot of people uh, are struggling during this time, and uh, to see family and friends will be a good thing for them. So be safe. Travel, but be safe. Uh, do all those things you're supposed to do. All right, let's get back into the conversation we are having. We are talking about basketball. You can continue that conversation. Of course, Bama got Kentucky. I think this is a great opportunity for Najee Harris uh, to uh, grab a hold and take a lead in the race to be the best back in the country. Uh, will he do that? You may have another topic or another direction you like to go. Well, you're always welcome to do that on the Martin Houston Show, the Sound of Alabama Sports, your show, your team. Let's bring in Pat. Pat, you're on the Martin Houston Show.
1: What's on your mind? Good morning, Martin. I want to pick a fight with a Kentucky. Uh, we're playing them in football, but I want to pick a fight with them through basketball. Kentucky does not have a single player, I think, that that's played at Kentucky. That has more rings than a player from the University of Alabama professionally. Is that not true? You talking about basketball player? And basketball player. Robert Ordy has more rings than anybody but Bill Russell. Huh?
3: <laughs> I said Robert Ory has more rings than anybody but Bill Russell, doesn't he?
1: <laughs> exactly my point. And, uh, hey and 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 our host, in the next regular show doesn't get the kind of credit that he ought to get
3: recruiting Robert Ory. Well, I mean, no, no I, I mean, I, Robert Ory was, uh, he and I were uh, good friends in college and uh, and, and had classes together, etc. And I really like Robert as a person and uh, love to watch him play. Uh, but I don't know that Robert Ory, uh, as far as, you know, like being an elite player at the highest level, uh, when you compare him with some of the guys from Kentucky, just I, I, I'm not one of the guys that judge best player by rings
1: because. Yeah, well, I mean, but you know, in basketball, okay. though, it really is, is. there no other way to judge other than rings. The fact that he played with different teams at, at, and he was a great role player. He was absolutely uh, he, he was, was, great. Everybody, Scotty Pipkin, you know.
3: He's a great role player. Uh, and he's a guy that is a great ambassador, and, man, he was clutch. Um, but I, I I don't know that, you know, when you start making that comparison, like I said, I'm not that guy, because if I was that guy, Carl Malone would not be considered one of the best uh, to to play his position ever. You know, neither would Barkley. Um, I, Joe, what's your thoughts in terms of rings? That's why I think people have a hard time um Michael Jordan is the greatest uh competitor and, and the greatest scorer but I look at basketball all the way around everything I like LeBron better uh, you know it's just it's just as far as as a player but which guy you want if you're going for a, a championship and it's the seventh game you know you you, you might go with, with Jordan instead of LeBron but if you're looking to build your program and, and have a guy that makes everybody else around him better uh I, I might go with uh LeBron. So Joe, what's your opinion in terms of just looking at range cuz Robert Horry clearly would be the second best player in the league then. I think Robert
4: I think Robert Ory's is a great player, and he's got a great legacy. But I, I I'm with you, Martin, that rings do not uh, paint the whole picture, in my opinion, for 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 how great a player is or isn't. Uh, I think that there are a lot of great players who don't have a ring, and there are a lot of players who are kind of uh, bum players who who have a lot of rings who just kind of hang on with some great teams. So, uh, what? what, what the championships are a good measure. I don't think they are uh, uh adequate enough to paint the entire picture of a player's worth or value.
1: I agree, agree with what? y'all fellas. However, I just wanted to bring up the fact that hey, Alabama does have a basketball player with a whole bunch of rings. <laughs> oh, absolutely.
3: And, and and as far as like but for this generation right now, I don't know if the ring means as much to them as if Nate Oates walked in and said, hey, we've had a guy uh, go into the league and he has three rings uh, in his career, um, or he walks in and said in the last two years we've had two players uh, go in the lottery, which one is more likely to make that kid commit?
1: Oh, yeah, the, lo- the lottery that up but he's got way more than three <laughs> rings Martin <laughs> anyway hey have a blessed day I'll call back for Hank thank you
3: alright thanks Fat alright well you know I mean, let's look at it this, and, and listen I, I like this generation and sometimes I, I just point out things and, and it's not necessarily a negative if it's held in the right way and taught in the right way but a, a lot of people in this generation it's, it's me first you know, it's, it's what's in it for me. Uh, and the, the MB, I mean, the basketball world has always been about getting to college to get to the pros. Um, if you have to, it used to be that you, if you were good enough, you didn't even have to go to college. Right. So. So I just look at it from that standpoint. I think that getting these top picks last night, um the first Kentucky player was, what, 16, 17, 18, somewhere in there last night, uh, which is just unheard of. That's big for these guys who are trying to compete against uh, Kentucky in on the recruiting trail. You know, I mean, right or wrong?
4: I think that's huge uh, for Nate Oates to say, "Hey, look, uh, our best player was better than their best player this year. It was, it was, it was a, a down year for Kentucky, but uh, you know, we're not going to let that stop us from bragging that we had a player drafted ahead of Kentucky. Hey,
3: you, hey, you have to strike when the iron's hot. You know what I mean? Like, like it's not Alabama's fault that that uh, the best player at Kentucky was not as good as Alabama. All you need to have for Nate Oates to build his program is do what." I love when a coach gives a plan, Joe. And Nato's had a plan when he stood at that podium, just like Nick Saban did, and he's working it. I mean, he's literally working that plan, and step by step, it's coming to pass. And, and when you see that, for me, from a from a recruit uh, standpoint, and now I'm on the parent side, if I go back to a coach's opening. Uh, conference uh press conference and he say this is what we want to do this is how we're going to do it this is what we need to happen and then he sits down in my my and i go back and look at that and everything he said he was wanting was wanting to do is coming to fruition well when he tells me your son comes here he's going to have a chance to do this this or this i'm more likely to believe that (laughs) i'm more likely to go okay this guy isn't just blowing smoke. He he, he he has a plan. He's working his plan, and he's executing on it. I think I want to go be a part of this, and I think that's why you see the success that Nate Oates is having uh, on the recruiting trail this year, and we'll talk to Hank South here in just a moment about that and see what he thinks, uh, what last night does for Nate Oates as he continues to seek uh, more opportunities to get some big, big-time high school players to ink on the dotted line. And just to think, uh, Joe, in the next two to three years, we could actually have five or six guys – I mean, not five, maybe four, maybe four guys that went in the NBA draft as a first and or at worst-case second-rounder. Uh um, and in, in Alabama basketball, uh, that would be huge. And uh, and hopefully, uh, we're gonna see some great things. I I'll close with this quick question for you, and we'll we'll talk more about it uh, probably tomorrow or next week when when Alabama gets ready to kick off tip off. What's the expectation for this year? Does I know it's I know it's not it has nothing to do with this year, but did last night even raise the expectation for Alabama basketball? for 2020-21.
4: I think the expectation is to, to have a very competitive program, to have a competitive, have a program that c- competes for an SEC championship. I, I think that you look at who the top teams in the league are this year coming into the, into the, uh, the year. You've got Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, and Auburn, really kind of your top four. And so I want to put a, a, a good show on, especially compared to those top four teams. Uh, and I think the, the expectation is to definitely make the tournament. I think that's where the bar is on the floor. Uh, right. Well, you got to get into the NCAA tournament, uh, Nato, it's, and uh, I think that he can do that and you, give us a good show. Uh, you know, don't lose the games that they're not supposed to lose, as they've as the program has done many, 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 many times over the last four, uh, five, six, eight years, losing games to, to, to teams that they're not supposed to lose to, really setting back the program and preventing them from going as far as they can possibly go.
3: It, absolutely, and that is the ticket. Winning games you're supposed to win, uh, uh, have some of those big wins you had in the past, you end the tournament. You can't win it unless you're in it, and that's the, I, I love the way you said it, that's the floor expectation for this year's team. We're going to talk to Hank South, 247 Sports. We'll talk a little bit about football recruiting. We'll talk about basketball recruiting, and we'll see if last night had any impact on the program stay tuned for that conversation coming up uh, next don't forget about overflow express wash overflow is where you can find it online uh, one location operating fully down on Scotland boulevard another location due to open in the spring on uh, highway 82 hunter creek road intersection that's overflow express wash overflow express Wash.com
2: high 100.9 traffic from the towns of nissan traffic center no problems on the roadways as we start our thursday morning but of course if you do see conditions give us a call 205-886-8886 and drive carefully you don't have to get on 2059 to save thousands no head to skyland boulevard townsend nissan of tuscaloosa your hometown dealer i'm cap Murray.
3: Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience they have the basic car wash that starts at seven dollars but you need to check out the premium wash packages which start as low as twelve dollars and go up to twenty dollars they also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at 23.99 going up to 39.99 in other words just double
0: On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Welcome back into part of the show. I absolutely love football season, and I love the kickoff of basketball season as, as well. Uh, but I love the holiday seasons even more. And on behalf of Alabama One and the Martin Houston Show, we want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving, a blessed time as you travel, uh, safety to you and yours, and want to encourage you to make sure you make the most of this holiday season. That's Alabama One. Alabama One has a uh, big Black Wednesday loan sale coming. And it is a tiered approach. Uh, you can start off with loan rates on auto as low as 1.99 and personal 6.99. You have to fill an application out between seven and eight to get that best rate, and then each hour it goes up just a little bit. You don't have to get the it doesn't have to be funded that day, but you have to get the application completed on next Wednesday, the 25th of uh, Black. Uh, uh, Wednesday loan sale, best rates in town, locking it in. Uh, that's Alabama One. You can apply in person if you prefer, but you can also go online, complete that application at alabama1.org. It'll be time stamped and then they'll follow back up with you. Starting at seven o'clock, going up to noon time uh, with the rates increasing a little bit in each hour block. So that's Alabama One. Alabama 1-1 together, wishing you a very happy Thanksgiving. Well, time for us to get into Hank South uh, conversation. Joe, guess what I just learned? Uh, well, let's bring Hank in first, and then I'll, I'll share this note. Good morning, Hank. How you doing, sir? Hey, good morning, Martin. I'm good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. We've been talking a lot of basketball this morning. Uh, don't fall out, uh, you know, uh, because we're such a football every show but i love basketball uh, and you people have heard me say i'm a basketball guy trapped in a football body that's my son and i uh but we know we're talking about big recruits and big time recruits i just found out that jd davison's head coach i went to school with him and we literally grew up just a, a couple miles apart so uh, small world. You just commented on yeah. Facebook. So, uh, we'll have to get more from him. But, um, speaking of rec- JD Davison, uh, he inked on the dotted line. How big was it for Nate Oates to, uh, get all of those guys, uh, Hank, uh, locked in?
5: I mean, it, it's huge to get them all locked in early. You know, you're looking at, um, you know, guys obviously have the option, uh, to wait until spring to sign. I know you know Bama fans think back to um, Terrence Ferguson, I guess in the 2016 class. You know he had, he had committed to Alabama, um, and then you know said he wasn't going to sign early, but nothing was wrong. He was still solid with Bama, and uh, obviously did not end up with Alabama. didn't end up anywhere. I think he what? I think he went and played overseas before getting drafted. But um, but no, yeah. I mean to get to get the, all those guys on board officially, drama free um, uh, officially part of the class and, you know, to kind of have that springboard momentum into, uh, into the later signing period, um, in the spring or just, you know, in general recruiting momentum, it's, it, it's big. I um, mean, you know, you know, bam has got to be excited about it. So
3: within the last seven days, he inked, uh, a top 15 class, uh, that, that could continue to rise just based on, uh, numbers. Uh, and then he has a guy who he convinced to come back and play, who he promised, hey, my offense will fit you. My philosophy is better for you, and it will help you um, get into that first round. I, I don't, I'm i not saying Kyra wouldn't have been a first-round guy, but I think Nate Oates' offense and the way he played helped. How, how, how much momentum uh, has Nate Oates garnered when you add last night uh, to it? Have you talked to any of the guys that, out there about what it would mean if they saw a guy actually go as a lottery pick?
5: You know, I mean, I, I think I haven't talked to any guys yet about it, but, you know, this is what kids watch, you know, when they're looking at programs where they want to go that they turn on the NBA draft. It's just like Alabama with football. It's NFL draft is a huge night for for recruiting for Alabama football. Usually when they have a handful of guys going in the first round, Nick Saban calling them from, um, live from the draft, timing with them, um, you know, that, that sticks out. That's, you know, what their goal is. That's where they want to get to. So, you know, to have that happen, uh, you know, obviously, you know, he wasn't Nate Oates's player, but, you know, on the heels of Colin Sexton just a couple of years ago, um, going in the first round as well, um, you know, it, it picks up momentum. You know, obviously we see JD Davison sign now and then one point guard in the country. Um, you know, we saw Josh Primo sign, um, in the 2020 class who, was a five-star guard um, for 24 7 sports so you know it gets that ball rolling you know if they can put it together on the court this year and, and you know get some momentum there uh you know I, I think the sky's the limit as far as where this program can go on the recruiting trail and, and you know long term you know within the tournament and everything
3: speaking of recruiting trail where where does uh nate oates spend the remainder uh of this recruiting uh season uh what, what what's his focus
5: yeah, you know, I, I think you know, it, it starts and, and I don't think it ends with, with Charles Bediaco, but I think that's kind of, you know, if you're looking for one name that I, I think is going to be a lot of attention going beyond signing. I had until they to sign. They had that week-long window. Um, it's now over. You can no longer um, sign until next February – or, next, I'm sorry, next April. Um, and, and so, you know, Bediaco, the five-star center – obviously originally from Canada, but um, is now at IMG Academy in Florida. Um, that's where, you know, they, they, they recruit Canada and in the state of Florida really well, Brian Hodgson, um, uh, you know, Darius Miles in the, in the 2020 class was at IMG Academy, and now, uh, you know, Betty Yako is there in the, in the top target. It's interesting, you know, he, he's a guy Ben has been after, you know, for over a year now, you know, that when uh, the, the 2020 signing Keon Ambrose Hilton, he was actually at um, the school that Bettyaka was at. and You know, when the coaches went to see Bettyaka, that's when they saw Keon Ambrose, and that's when they offered <laughs> him. So it's kind of a little backstory there, and yeah, obviously has a connection on the team uh, with a, with a player. So um, I think that's the biggest focus. You know, we'll see other guys' names pop up. Uh, you know, Wesley Cardet, guard from South Florida, um, and you know, there's, there's going to be a few others um, that, that they're going to look after. But yeah, you know, I don't think it's going to be as as, a, as big of as a late signing period in terms of numbers that we saw in 2020 when Bama really just filled out its class in the spring and summer um, after signing just one last November. But, you know, in terms of just, you know, the, the, the big-time talent that's still out there to get, you know, I, th- I think Betty uh you know, would, would be a massive addition that would certainly propel this class into the top ten, maybe even top five.
3: All right. That's an uh, update on basketball recruiting. uh We'll continue to do that as we move throughout uh, the season. Uh, I know we want to get to a little football. Pat uh, has a question for you. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston Show and Hank South 247 Sports.
1: Good morning, Hank. Uh, I'm hearing that uh, coaches turning up the heat on Kamara Wheaton. And uh, then I also wanted to talk about uh, did you uh, get a chance to look at – uh, the young kid out of uh, Ohio that I was telling you about—he's uh, since we talked, he's been—he's ranked a four-star according to some of the other services, and that he is the biggest and fastest four-star available uh, at, at this time that we know of. But being that COVID, it's possible that he hey, may be higher ranked even. But uh, did you get to uh, check on Mister Young?
5: Uh, I apologize. I will, I have not watched his tape yet. I will do that when we get off the, uh, when I get off the show today. Um, I'll, I'll have an answer for you next time on the show. But, uh, as far as Kamar Wheaton, um, uh, it, it's hard to say, you know, Bama's never, you know, really lost contact with him. I think, you know, everyone's talked about Oklahoma as the team to beat. And, and it's hard to tell because Kamar Wheaton literally does not speak. He, I mean, like, I'm not trying to make an excuse. <laughs> he just, um, uh, it, it's funny because, uh, the, the All American Bull, they, each week they do um interviews with, with the guys that are that are supposed to play in san antonio obviously the game got called off this year but um you know they, they set up interviews with with the kids and 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 do all that and come on didn't even do that interview <laughs> so it's kind of hard to you know, judge where where he's uh what's going on in his head right now but um i think you know the come is still a very real possibility you know he has bama in his top three with alabama lsu and uh in Oklahoma. And he's been to Norman a couple times um, in the last few months, obviously kind of on those um, road visits in the dead period where they're just going to campus. He has friends on the team. Um, other recruits are pushing for him, but he still hasn't made a commitment. Um, and so that obviously tells you that, you know, he's still mulling over things and, you know, we saw, um, uh, unfortunately with, with Trace Sanders um, car accident, you know, maybe that opened the door, although he is expected to make a full recovery, you know, maybe that, kind of opened the window of, you know, looking at possibly actually taking your running back in this class, whereas, um, you know, prior to that, that wasn't really the plan. So we'll see on Kamar Wheaton. Uh, I've heard several I've heard Oklahoma talks to him the most. You know, I, I've heard, you know, Baylor and, and uh, LSU are still in it. Obviously, you know, Carl Scott and Jeff Banks recruit that area really well. So um, they're in it for a lot of guys up there. But couldn't really give you a solid uh, answer as far as what's going on in his head, As far, I mean, you know, beyond just Aldem is in it. Okay. All right. And, uh, but uh,
1: the young kid does have an Alabama offer. There's all kinds of people out there that have Alabama offers that are not necessarily committable offers. But he does have an Alabama offer. So, anyway, check him out for me. I yeah, I'm going to go check
5: him out this morning. I promise. All
1: right. Thank you, sir. Have a blitz. Sure. <laughs> all right. All
5: right. Hank, Lynn. Um,
3: yeah. Pat gonna, Pat gonna keep you on your Ps and Q's there. So uh, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll have a little update on the, the young kid. What what direction uh is Nick Sabin uh, been or which guys have you uh heard from in the last week or so that, that Alabama, as Pat put it, has turned the heat up on other than possibly uh Kamara. Yeah,
5: you know, Kamar's been a talking point. Um the as, as far as you know kind of the focus to finish up the class there's a handful of spots left so it hasn't changed too much and you know that that's always possible but you know that could always change down the road it, it this offseason or this season's been different obviously coaches can't get out to the games there's not senior evals are a little bit um different in the fact that you know they're they're just evals based off tape they know and, and, and you know connections with with high school coaches and you know, talking to people, is coaches can't be on the sideline to see these kids, or they can't go do these in-home visits that we're used to this time of year um, in December, leading up to the early signing period. So, the, you know, the focus I don't think really changed all too much. Kamar's the guy that's kind of popped up a little bit more as of late, um, but a guy they've been recruiting for a long time. Um, you know, that defensive line I, I think is still a big priority to, to close out strong. Um, Shamar Turner, Tunisay, Adelier, J.T. Timolo. Uh, those are kind of the, the main names. Um, a few others there, too. The wide receiver position, I think, is really interesting. Um, you know, Brian Thomas has been a longtime target that I think Bama's in good shape for, uh, you know, facing off with Texas A&M and LSU. Um, but a name that's kind of popped up more lately, more so because of, I, I think, Michigan's struggles and um, the possibility that Jim Harbaugh might not be in Ann Arbor next year. Um, is Xavier Worthy, the Michigan commit from California? Um, he, you know, he, he's saying he's solid with his commitment to Michigan. But, obviously, you know, if coaching changes are made, that's always something you look at. Um, but he's kind of a name that we're still keeping a, an eye on that you know, Bama's still in contact with. Um, the defensive back, you know, Terry and Arnold, uh, I think he's kind of the, the major name to know. He, he's coming out with a, uh, a a top five in a couple weeks. Uh, I, I think Bama's going to be in He's actually planning to be at the Iron Bowl. He's buying a ticket and coming to the Iron Bowl. That's kind of a that's kind of a big big deal for Terry and Arnold. So that's kind of the you know where it's going. There's going to be some other names that pop up, but I think defensive line, defensive back, that's kind of the focus.
3: Any chance uh, Alabama approaches uh, the early signing day different if they lock in? I mean the the early signing period falls right smack in the middle of SEC championship uh, preparation. Um, mm-hmm. Have you heard any conversation about, man, how, how are we going to do this? Or are they going to do the typical take that day and make it all about those, you know, those recruits that are signing?
5: Yeah, it's going to be really curious to see how that works. Uh, obviously, you know, Bama has that week prior to uh, to, the, uh, to the SEC championship game. I believe that's still open, although, you know, who knows in the next couple of weeks if they're going to, you know they're, I know, they're still trying to figure out LSU and other things. Maybe there is a game that week. Uh, so we'll see. But um, yeah, you know, it's going to be really curious. I, I would say that, um, you know, they, they, as far as, you know, having time to focus on pre- practice with the team and, and be around the program still while you're prepping for the SEC championship, uh, the fact that the dead period is ongoing and, you know, they, they can't get out on the road um, or, you know, be away, that kind of gives them a benefit. You know, it, it's obviously going to be a little bit more focused on you know, recruiting, doing those last-minute FaceTime calls or, um, you know, Zoom calls and all that. Um, but it, it shouldn't, you know, take away too much, I think, from the preparation for the team as well. Um, how they're going to kind of carry about that schedule on Wednesday, we'll, we'll see. I would, I would imagine FAM is probably just going to do it as a typical Wednesday during, during the season, just to, to keep everything on schedule, especially with how not on schedule. Everything's been, it feels like, this fall. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. I, I, I wouldn't expect to be a huge change. And I, I, you know, knock on wood, uh, as far as, you know, recruiting drama, but I don't, you know, the class has its stand here. I, I think most of the guys plan to sign early. There's a number of them that plan to enroll early. So I don't, I don't think there's going to be a ton of current commitment drama uh, as far as looking elsewhere. You know, there's last-minute visits obviously aren't really happening um and, and you know schools are pressing for flips and all that i would imagine but uh, i i'm just this year I don't, I don't i don't anticipate a ton of drama
3: okay that's hank south 247 sports Bama online recruiting hank tell our listeners uh, where they can find you and what you have coming up
5: yeah you can find us on BamaOnline.com. we're actually doing a promo that ends today if you sign up it's 50 percent off your first year so it's a, a good time to jump on board and you know uh be here for uh for the early signing period and beyond. It's it's always fun. Um, And that ends tonight at uh, 11 p.m. So good time to join today. That's awesome. Uh, Hank, thanks
3: for that update and input. We'll catch up with you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, man. All right. Coming back on the other side, we'll put the finishing touches on this edition of the Martin Houston Show with a little two-minute warning.
2: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a couple of wrecks on 2059. One at exit 76 eastbound, another at exit 89 eastbound, so expect delays. If you see other conditions, please give us a call 205 886 8886. You don't have to get on 2059 to save thousands. No, head to Skyland Boulevard, Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending
4: on the Tuscaloosa thread.
2: Good morning. Day two of Democrat Congresswoman Terry Sewell's virtual jobs fair gets underway at 10 this morning. Sewell says the forum allows job seekers to ask questions of employers. Ten of them are on the line. The virtual job fair is free and open to anyone, but you must register at sewell.house.gov. The job fair ends at 5 o'clock this afternoon. Tuscaloosa Fire Rescue Units are on the scene of a house fire in the 4900 block of 26th Street. Smoke was reported in the residence. Don
3: Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you're telling that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LL
0: sports your show your, your team, team the martin houston show on your home for alabama sports tied 100.9 and streaming on the tide
3: 100.9 app welcome back in to the martin houston show it's time for the two minute warning right here on the martin houston show and uh I know uh, for those of you, we talk a lot of football, but basketball kind of hijacked the show today and that's okay. Uh, We'll get back to some football on tomorrow. We'll have a flashback Friday. We'll talk Najee Harris and big game, big time plans um, that we we need to have. uh, I mean, he needs to have in order to take hold of that running back uh, trophy that's out there waiting for him to claim. We'll uh, look at LeBron Ray, what he means coming back, and a lot more. And, of course, the phone lines are always open, and you can take it in the direction uh, that you'd like to discuss. Uh, Joe, I, I'm just still blown away that we're sitting here talking about one of the top player in the country in basketball in terms of the point guard. <laughs> and and uh, literally, uh, the, the family, the young man, Irvin Star, he's a few years younger than I am, uh, the, the, the fact that uh, uh, he is this coach, uh, I reached out to him. He, he commented on Facebook. Here's what he had to say about him. He, he said, I've been in coaching 19 years, and I've coached some great football and basketball players uh, that have went on to play at the next level. This If you're Alabama, you got to, you have to love this next statement. I've never seen any player with a better work ethic He grew up kinda like you and I did, small town, big heart. He's a God-fearing and humble kid that is all about team. T-Town has absolutely, has an absolute diamond. Take care of my boy when he gets there, my guy when he gets there. Joe, if those two things that that he has great work ethic and he's all about team, doesn't get you excited about a point guard, nothing will so uh, great done man we'll find out more about him <clears throat> uh, we'll talk more about him and maybe we even get Coach Starr on with us at some point in the future to talk about him if their season is underway uh, well so, appreciate you man appreciate all the listeners we appreciate Hank South as a guest thank you and remember this on behalf of Harvest Church and the Martin Houston Show, we're wishing you a very happy Thanksgiving. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Roll tight and have a blessed day.